You know, there's nothing worse than being on your phone or the computer and you notice it starts to run a little slower than normal. And next, it freezes. Shortly after that, your phone may completely shut off, capturing only part of the work that you were working on, or completely exiting you out of the video, chat, FaceTime, or whatever it was that you were in, and then have the nerve to smack dab you on your home screen like nothing ever happened. Annoying, right? But what if that shutdown was something that the system just needed to do? What if the reason your phone shut down was to keep it from breaking or malfunctioning in some form? Oftentimes when this happens, and if it happens often, we'll take it upon ourselves to completely restart the system and try again. If the system is still slow, we'll look into files or documents or apps that can be deleted to give us more space or help our equipment to run more effectively. Now, you may say, Faith, where are you going with this? What does this have to do with me getting stronger today? Well, let's think of it as life. What if our life was the exact same way? What if our life is the exact same way, but we don't recognize it? What if small breakdowns, small malfunctions in our schedule, our plans, our thoughts, our habits, or our beliefs are causing us to break down and shut down in critical and important times in our day and our life? You know, oftentimes with equipment, it's a no-brainer. We shut it off every day or we shut it off when we recognize something isn't working properly. But in our personal lives, we pay much less attention. We keep going and going and going until we can't anymore or we continue until there's a forced shutdown and there's no choice but to end. For today's podcast, I'd like you to keep the thought of a refreshing restart in your mind, or for lack of better terms, a reboot. You know, again, with equipment, it's a no-brainer. Turn it off and turn it back on. But with our lives, our schedules, our livelihood, production, projects, how dare we think that we could just reboot such a large thing? We think, I can't restart. I've come too far. I can't restart. What would they think of me? How do I restart something this large? Or how do I even know what to restart? The good news is that it's possible. The bad news is, you know, it's going to be a risk, but a risk that's worth it. You know, what if the brain fog, the frustration, the mental breakdowns, the times of sadness, the anger even, 
what if these are all the same systems and symptoms that show it's time for a reboot? You know, your phone may start to flicker. It may start to freeze. That's no different than the things we go through day to day in our personal lives. January has always been a month that has been deemed the fresh start month, time period, and era for multitudes of time. But with this year being a little bit different, everything seems like we're on a constant weekend trip or a childhood snow day. It can be both overwhelming and discouraging to think of starting things over, especially when we're doing the same things every day. There's not a lot of places you can go. There's not a lot of people you can see. And it seems like there's no real effect of changing anything. You may think, reboot what? Reboot boredom? Reboot bland monotony? Complete with eye rolls and aggravation. And if you're feeling this way, I do have a spoiler alert. You may need a reboot. The best news about all of this is in a reboot, contrary to popular belief, there's nothing you have to achieve or aim for to restart. Restarting is just a refreshing. You may say, okay, if I don't have to achieve anything, what do I have to do? That's just it. You don't have to reboot. You don't have to restart. But if you want optimal work, if you want optimal pleasure, if you want optimal quality time, a refreshing and a restarting is something that can benefit you and those around you. Again, there's nothing that has to be achieved in rebooting or restarting. Of course, like the analogy with the phone, if you're using the phone for a particular thing or you're using a computer for a project that you're working on, it's critical and important to reboot and get back to work. In life, if you recognize that your goals and plans are not being reached or you're not being able to produce the quality of work or energy poured out that you would like to, those are the more pressing times to recognize I have to reboot because I have to reproduce. But it doesn't always have to be about reproduction. It can just be about peace and purpose. It can be about fun or just figuring out what you want to do. Rebooting can be for whatever reason, whenever, and however you decide. It can also happen in whatever format or however intense you want it to be. Let's dive into a few technical things. We're going to talk about five signs that it's time for a reboot, and then we'll go into some areas that you can reboot in your life from large-scale things to small. And hopefully, you'll find that this reboot makes your power stronger today than it was yesterday. So what are the signs? Five signs that 
It's time for a restart in your life can look like many, many different things. Of course, this isn't the end-all be-all to a list, but it is the beginning steps to showing you things that show, ah, it's probably a good idea for me to restart and relook and refocus on some things. Number one, you feel stagnant. No one likes a stagnant pool or a stagnant crowd or anything else for that matter. Those feelings can be not only discouraging, but extremely disheartening in life. What does that look like from day to day? You wake up, you go to work or school, or do whatever task that you normally do, but there's no real progress. Sometimes you recognize that there may be little pieces of depression. You may feel like nothing is changing and you may even feel like you're on a hamster wheel going nowhere, working and working, walking and walking, doing and doing, but no real change. Thing number two, you're confused with the direction your life is taking. You don't really know where you're going. You don't know where you're headed. You don't really know where you've been and why it's significant or what it has to do with anything that could be going on in your life. These are times where a reboot is very important because it gives you an opportunity to refocus and see what direction you want to go in, what direction you shouldn't go in, and where the places you have been either helped or hurt you. Next, number three, you're not excited about anything that you're doing. You wake up and it's a drag. You go to bed and it's a drag. Throughout your day, you're filled with deep sighs, eye rolls, and annoyance. When thinking about a reboot, it's important to think about the things that excite you, to think about the things that give you motivation to keep going. If you wake up and you notice that you don't have that or you go to bed and you notice that there's nothing you're looking forward to, this could be a critical time for you to restart. Now, it's not as easy as taking the thing that you're least excited about and throwing it away but rather taking a magnifying glass and looking at that thing to say, what pieces or parts of this can I be excited about? Are there pieces and parts of this that can be changed or tweaked to bring excitement to me? Or is there a part that I can bring of excitement to someone else? Looking at things as opportunities instead of opposition or opportunities instead of a hassle or a chore reignites the excitement and the possibility for growth and better days. Sign number four. You recognize you have no set goals or future hopes. You know, there's a lot of buzz going around, a lot of things to achieve, a lot of things to do. Goals are important, but they are not the end-all be-all to your day-to-day. 
But while they're not the end-all be-all to your day-to-day, goals are very important in helping you to stay on track, stay focused, and have a hope for something forward. If you wake up or go throughout the day and you recognize, you know, I have nothing that I'm working towards, or, you know, there's nothing about the future that really provides any hope for me. I don't have anything that I'm really excited about. You may recognize this in lack of dreaming about things. That thing you always hoped to do or try has somehow faded into the distant clouds and it doesn't exist anymore. If you recognize from day to day that you're no longer having moments or periods of time where your future is something that excites you and a hope is within you that says, I can't wait for this or I am hopeful for this thing going forward. This is a sign, a restart can be beneficial. Now, with goals, goals can be large and goals can be small. When you restart or reboot, take some time aside, make a list of things that you think are cool. It doesn't have to be conquering the world, succeeding in a specific test or hardcore task. It can just be looking at things that you want to get done for the day. It can be calling a friend, reaching out to a family member more often, spending more quality time with the people you love, creating a new product, or looking into a new hobby. A goal can be as small as waking up on time every day to as large as creating and orchestrating a new business plan or whatever it is that your heart desires. In a reboot, restarting and having that hope that helps you to continue to press forward is something that will be not only encouraging, but sustaining to you every single day. The fifth and final sign that shows you're in need of a reboot is you find yourself comparing your progress, or lack thereof, to those around you. Comparison can be such a negative and harmful poison to those involved or those around. It can make you question your abilities, question who you are as a person, or that any of this is even worth it. When you recognize that you're looking more on the outside with things around you rather than the inside, it can be a sign that it's time for a fresh start, a reboot, and to start things over. The only person that has the ability to be better than you is you. There's no competition. There's no thing that needs to be done better than someone else. And when we get into moments and thoughts that make us focused on those around us, it takes the focus off of the things that we need to cultivate and change within our lives. Oftentimes, when you feel frustration or anger, 
It can be because you feel like you're not doing as well as the people around you, or you're not doing as well as you believed that you should have. The time limit has passed, or you're not producing how everyone else is. These thoughts are extremely detrimental. They make you feel negatively about yourself and slowly but surely take away from everything that you could be doing in your present moment. Remember, comparison is only good when you're comparing how you've improved from the last time or comparing how you can improve going forward. The five examples that I've given, one, feeling stagnant, not going anywhere. Two, being confused with the direction your life is taking, not knowing if you're going, coming, or staying in the same spot. Three, not being excited about what you're doing. Four, recognizing you have no goals or future hopes. Or five, finding yourself in comparing yourself. Those five things, you know, you think about them and they're pretty negative. They're not things that are positive. Look at them as glitches in the system. Don't make them larger than they are by saying, woe is me, I'm a failure. And don't make them so small as, eh, this pandemic's going on so it doesn't matter. But rather, look at these just like you would look at your phone. If your phone freezes, turn it off and turn it back on. If your computer needs an update, turn it off, give it some time, let it update. The same is true with you. How much greater are you than a mere computer or phone that was manufactured and breaks and isn't as resilient? How much more do you deserve? You deserve to relax, recharge, rest, and reboot. Not only is it important to your day-to-day life, but it's imperative to being successful and strong. Now, you're like, okay, Faith, you've told me the negative things, and I know that I need to reboot. Now what? The best part of a reboot is knowing that it needs to happen. It's also seeing the signs before they come. So maybe you're not in the midst of a mental breakdown, but you notice some things are kind of off. Or maybe you just finished a mental breakdown and you say, I cannot go on anymore. The good news is with whatever side of the spectrum you are on, you can restart and you can do it now. You've already gotten to the critical moment in rebooting, the decision to start now, the decision to press the power button to turn off and to turn back on. Again, regardless of the form, whether you're in a very negative place or you recognize that things could be better, you can still live a fruitful life and have fruitful and productive days. So look at it this way. The hardest part, acknowledging, is over. It's behind you. Now you're on the path to success. You are on the treadmill trajecting you into positivity. Today, 
I encourage you, if you look at these things that we've discussed and you're honest and say, there are some things that I recognize in my own life, take some time to reflect on them. Reflect as deeply as you want. Write them down. Go on a walk. Talk about them with someone that is close to you that you trust. Or spend some time alone. A helpful tip is to take some time in prayer. Pray and ask the Lord how he feels about these things. Or if you're not into that, take some time to journal. Reflect. Look inward. Take about 10 minutes and set aside some time in a quiet space that's peaceful for you to see what areas of your life need to be deleted, restored, or just need to be restarted. It may seem like a daunting task because there are so many areas that can be restarted or rebooted, but take that time and look at the small things. A few areas that can be examples of where to reboot are morning and night routines, tempting things that you always go towards, not being productive, looking at ways to be productive, setting boundaries, whether that be with food, scheduling, people. All of these areas are ways that come into your life and either help or hurt the productivity that you have. The good news is you can press the restart button. Restarting a new habit or stopping a habit, journaling, praying, reflecting, and spending time inventorying these things are all areas that can help you figure out the best way to restart And of course, we have to go back to the computer or the phone. Sometimes you have to restart and leave the system off for a little while. There's a time in between when the system is turned off to when it is turned back on to kind of cool down. The same is true for you. If you recognize that you need to restart and retry something, stop. Take some time to heal, to refocus, and then reboot with the new thing that you have in mind. If it doesn't work, restart again. If it still doesn't work, look at areas that may need to be deleted or removed from your system. You know, these things can be stressful if we let them, but they can be peaceful if we decide that they are to be peaceful. One of my favorite scriptures that I call a daily script tip is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trusting in the Lord with all of your heart and not leaning on to your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Every path, every plan is not for you to decide. What is for you to decide are the small pieces that you have in front of you. So today, you can become a little stronger, piece by piece, bite by bite, task by task. I can't wait to 
spend time with you again, and hopefully you've become a little stronger today than you were yesterday. Go win. I know you can.